Sermon number 548, The Communion of the Saints, preached October 4th, 1970 in the First Presbyterian Church of Bakerstown. The Communion of Saints, on this great historic day in the life of the world and in the life of this church, I believe I would be remiss if I did not call the attention to the entire congregation to what I think is a most magnificent occasion within the life of our family. Saints within the communion have always been an inspiration to me, and in this church we have two individuals who I've made reference to before, and on this day I would like just to mention them again, because next year, as you know, we will be celebrating the centennial anniversary of the First Presbyterian Church of Bakerstown. We have two ladies with us today, one of whom joined this church 80 years ago today. She will be participating in the communion service for I don't know how many hundreds of times, but this will be the 80th time she has taken communion on this first Sunday of October. And I make reference to Mrs. Bella Heberling, who is seated down here to my left, as she is every Sunday and right beside her. Her life long friend of 94 years, Miss Maggie McNutt, who I'll tell you was supposed to have joined church 80 years ago today, but when the preacher called out her name, she was too frightened to come forward, and she didn't come forward until the following December, and we celebrate her joining of church in December of this year. Ladies, we're very proud of you both. Your friendship means much to me and to many of the saints of this congregation, and we're most thankful and give praise to God for the great privilege we have of having you with us in our midst this day. A few minutes ago, together, we joined in the recitation of the confession of our faith, and every time that we do so, we claim our affirmation in the communion of the saints. Now that's a very theological term and perhaps is confusing to many people who profess it each Sunday. We claim we believe in the communion of the saints when we gather around the table of our Lord and we do so in sincerity and humility. We are the saints in communion. When we come here on a day like today, and we have prepared our hearts to eat of that bread and drink of that cup that was given sacrificially for us, we are individuals who, in the sight of heaven and in the words of the Bible, are saints, saints who are in communion with the one who has made us saints. 
You see, contrary to what many people believe, sainthood is never attained by our perfection. Sainthood is never purchased by any man's good works. Sainthood cannot be bequeathed through heredity. Sainthood can be received by any man in only one way, and that is by accepting it in faith as a gift from the mercy and love of God. So therefore, you see, when we come into this place of worship to gather around the table, and we believe that individually we, each one, are one of those whosoevers that John talks about. Remember where he says, God so loved the world that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. If you believe that you are one of those whosoevers, you are a saint. If you believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God and that his body was broken upon the cross and his blood shed for you, you are a saint. In the essence of the New Testament, if you come here today and you eat of that bread, and drink of that cup in response to the command of him who said, This do in remembrance of me. Then you are a saint. And when we gather around this Lord's table, we are saints communicating with the one who has made us saints. For when we come and pick that piece of bread or grasp that cup, all we are doing is acknowledging in faith the acknowledgement that Christ gave us when he gave us his life and his love. So when you come and gather around this table, you come as a saint in communion with him who made you a saint. And then also when we come to the Lord's table, we come as saints who are in communion with every other living saint in the world today. As you know, this is what we call World Communion Sunday. And that means that during this day, Christians in every nation of the world will be sitting down at a table of our Lord. So in essence, you see, you can say that this table is the longest table in the world. It extends longer than 2,500,000 miles. This goes around every circumference of the earth. People of all colors, all races, people of different nationalities will be sitting at tables to which they are accustomed to sitting just as we are used to this one in our own church. And the thing is that though we do not speak the same language, nor do we sing the na same national anthems, though our skin color will not be the same with most of the people who are partaking of communion in the world today, we shall be one 
with every person who bows his knees and takes the cup and eats of the bread. And the reason that we do this, you see, is simply because of Jesus Christ. Through that one faith, that one baptism, that one Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, we are united in a very special way with Christian saints all over the world. And though we cannot perhaps make ourselves understood in the area of communication with words from our mouths, we are together in the great communion of saints through that one particular supper which Christ has given to us. You see, right today is the church as God in Christ intended it to be. His prayer would be that we should all be one. And today the Christian church, which is divided into three great sections, and the Protestant church is one of those sections, is yet further divided into more than 226 communions or individual churches. Today we forget about these things, these differences, and we realize that every man, woman, and young person who claims that Christ is his Lord and Savior, we are one with them because we are saints in communion with the one Lord. And then when we gather around this table, we may know that we are not only in communion with him who has made us saints and in communion with all the saints living on the face of the earth, but we may know that we are in communion with those saints who from their labors rest. This is a great comfort and a great joy to know that as we gather at this table, we are joined by those people who this day sit at the marriage feast of the Lamb in heaven. They are not gone, we have but lost them for a while. But we are one with them, and they are one with us. Because in the sight of God, who sent his Son to die, also sent his Son to be resurrected. And in the sight of God, there is real no difference between heaven and earth, but only saints who are in communion, either from down here or from up there, but in communion with him and with each other. This is a great day in the kingdom, and one for which I personally am very thankful for, and one which enables us to know that there is absolutely nothing in life or in death that shall ever be able to separate us from the communion with the saints. So all of you who are truly sorry for your sins and wish to be delivered from the burden of them, all of you who want to commune with him who has made you a saint, all of you who want to join in the greatest company on earth, 
in the communion of saints who are living and trying to do the will of God here on earth. All of us who want to join in communion with the saints who from their labors rest and be in communion with eternity. You are invited, nay, you are encouraged to come now and sit at the table of our Lord in the communion of our saints.